and welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan, and alongside with me is Ryan. Ryan, how the heck are you? Doing well. Doing very well. How about yourself, sir? Uh, doing fantastic. Hopefully uh, we have a error-free uh, episode, knock on wood, uh, as we had a little bit of difficulty last week, but... Uh, Hey, we're back, we're here, and we're uh, we're talking to some birds, so uh, glad to have you back, man. Oh, thank you very much, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, we shall begin tonight's episode talking with a familiar topic, uh, and we've, uh, Eric and I actually discussed this a little bit on Monday's episode, uh, but I feel like it's, it's not getting enough airtime, or people are just not really... I don't know why it's not a bigger deal, but Carson Wentz practicing without a knee brace and with zero limitations, it's a really freaking big, big, huge deal. And I feel like the Eagles fans aren't uh, aren't going nuts about it as they should. Yes. No, I couldn't agree with you more. This is enormous for him moving forward, just being healthy. Being healthy is going to help this team get through the season. And if he's not healthy, usually, and just the general consensus is that the Eagles aren't going anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously the health of one's quarterback is paramount to the season. So, uh, again, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's people are kind of still uh, getting over the Sixers. Maybe uh, people have Phillies fever. Um, you know, I don't know what it is, but I feel like people – aren't really into the fact that voluntary OTAs have started and uh, it's it's Eagle season, basically. Uh, like everybody needs to get a little hype, you know? Absolutely. And uh, just, just knowing that him recovering well, being able to do these things physically that he needs to do without the knee brace, without you know, any questions from doctors or you know, red flags from coaches, fantastic. I mean, he needs to get out there and have a full, you know, full season, if you will, of, you know, OTAs and practicing with his team and getting that flow down before he gets into the season, because that was the big issue last year, him coming back from injury and not having enough time. And uh, it's even more paramount, because we don't have big goals anymore. So, that's huge. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, Cheryl, how's it going? Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, of course, uh, birthday uh, last week. Uh, Cheryl does say Wentz is going to be dynamite. Well, there you have it. Uh, that's what I think, too, honestly. Um, you know, I think, you know, the last couple of years with Carson, everybody's talking about his injuries and whatnot, and, you know, that that's kind of another topic for another, another day. I think what's most important, and you kind of alluded to it, is – going through all phases of the offseason, you know, fully being present. The voluntary OTAs, going into training camp, going into the preseason, if Carson Wentz can stay, you know, healthy-ish, you know, as, as you know, anyone else, I suppose, barring a major injury, this is going to be huge for him because that development during this offseason is, is going to really help propel him during the season. And I expect monster things from him, uh, especially if he can get all the way through, uh, you know, this offseason relatively unnecked. Yeah. 
City. Yeah, we saw we got a taste of what he can do when healthy with a solid team around him. And I don't see much different from his second year and how spectacular he was. Yeah, I'm really expecting a, a 2017 pre-knee injury Carson Wentz during this season. Um, yes. You know, I think with the weapons that the Eagles have, um, yeah, I don't even know if I can count them on, on all of my on my fingers here. You know, you obviously you have, you have Wentz. You have Alshon Jeffrey. You have Deshaun Jackson. You have Nelson Aguilar. You have um, Zach Ertz, uh, Dallas Goddard. You have Miles My- Sanders. You have Jordan Howard. You have Corey Clement. Uh, you know, you, you also have J.J. Uh, Arcega-Whiteside. You have potentially Mac Hollins if he can ever get onto the field. Um, you know, there's a lot of people there that, that can contribute offensively, and you combine that with a pretty sturdy offensive line, I don't see how, uh, you know, the Eagles don't uh, make it a very easy start to the season for Carson Wentz to kind of get comfortable, and I feel if he's comfortable, he's slinging it, so... I think it's huge. Absolutely. And, you know, just starting the game off with that, that end of, or the, the season off with that NFC East rivalry, and he has a good game, you know, feels it. That's a, a precursor for the rest of the season. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we've seen that in previous seasons, uh, not just with Carson Wentz, but with, with a lot of people. Uh, you know, that, that Redskins game in the beginning of the year can really propel to a good season, so... Um, Cheryl goes, other quarterbacks haven't finished their first couple seasons and became great players. Uh, yeah, that's actually a really good point, Cheryl. I'm, I'm actually really glad you said that. Um, there were plenty of quarterbacks that had the injury, uh, you know, label. And, and you know, Drew Brees was, was, you know, hurt and coming off of, you know, shoulder injury. And, and the Miami Dolphins were, you know, just about to sign him. But, you know, they something they didn't see or something they saw about the shoulder they didn't like. And he obviously went to New Orleans, won a Super Bowl, and had a Hall of Fame career. So go Dolphins. Uh, but Stafford, uh, same way. Matthew Stafford was hurt first couple of years and, and is, you know, certainly had a very nice career. Obviously, his team hasn't really done much, partly because they haven't really built anything around him. But, um, you know, there are plenty of other quarterbacks, as Cheryl mentioned, that First couple seasons, yeah, you know, maybe they got a little hurt here and there. Maybe they didn't finish the season, uh, you know, uh, on the field. But, you know, they went on to, to great careers. And I don't, I think it's a little, you know, judgy to kind of just assume that Carson Wentz is going to be the one of those quarterbacks that just get hurt all the time and we never hear from. So um, I'd hope that Eagles fans have a little bit more faith, but I haven't really seen it too much, unfortunately. I mean, I just think of one of the guys who drafted high, you looked at him, you were like, oh, he's just a physical specimen, and then you didn't hear about him for about three years. Megatron. I mean, I remember him coming out of school, and then he wasn't putting up Megatron numbers when he had his first three seasons, plus I'm pretty sure he had some injury issues. Yeah. And then he turned into, you know, one of the most dominant wide receivers that I've ever seen. Yeah, physically speaking, you're right. Uh, obviously, the you know the short career and the numbers don't do his career justice, but just physically speaking, he could catch anything. He could run over people. He could you know jump ball in the end zone. He was a great wide receiver. Um, 
but yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I think it was his second. I think he missed his full second full year. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it, not just quarterbacks, but plenty of other uh, positions out there where people maybe you know start their career off a little banged up and turn into turn out to a nice career. So I think people need to just kind of have a little faith. You know, obviously, you know, we're all very concerned and, and hope he stays upright. I think we all feel that way about somebody, uh, you know, uh, on the Sixers, Joel Embiid, kind of guy that, you know, oh, no, he's, he's had some injuries. Oh, no, you know, he's a big, tall guy. He may never play again. Or, you know, uh, every night we're always like, oh, man, we're one play away from injured Embiid. I think we may be like that for Carson Wentz for a long time until, you know, he proves he can stay healthy for a couple of seasons. But... Uh, and if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. But Carson Wentz is the future. He's the present. Uh, people just need to accept that. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of hate out there for Carson Wentz, uh, partly because of the Folsian society still holding on to whatever the heck they're holding on to. Yeah, it's just that, that Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Clouds, yeah. clouds judgments, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. People... Uh, you know, people see falls, and, and, and I'll see it occasionally on, on a Facebook group or whatnot. Um, you know, oh, who's the greatest Eagles quarterback of all time? And it has, you know, the usual suspects, Cunningham, McNabb, um, Rockland, but it also Jaworski, but it also has, you know, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles on there. And there's a lot of people that voted for Nick Foles, which is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean to be mean if you're one of those people, but I, I get it. He won us a Super Bowl, but if you're talking about career as an Eagles quarterback, unfortunately right now, whether you like him or not, it's got to go Got to go with McNabb. I think numbers supports my argument every which way. Uh, whether you liked him or not, whether you li- think he's, you know, whatever, he's a terrible, you know, analyst or, or you know, horrible personality and never liked him when he was here. Numbers-wise, he's the greatest quarterback in Eagles history. Yes, he never he never won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles did, but you know, three fluke, you know, uh, you know, playing three games out of your mind, uh, you know, doesn't make for one career. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it is amazing to see what Nick Foles did in an Eagles uniform, though. Like the year he had on yeah. Chip Kelly was what was it, twenty-seven and two? Yeah. That was a great season. And, and again, I, I, I think that only just showing his career outside of Philadelphia just goes to show you that if you, you know, you can do that with a lot of quarterbacks. You specifically tailor a, a system, an offense that highlights the one thing that you can do and do well. Yeah, you can certainly put up some decent numbers. And, and obviously Chip Kelly saw that. And, 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 you know, Doug Peterson saw that once Carson went down. Uh, Cheryl puts up a great, uh, another great comment here. Foles would have never won Super Bowl 52 if it were not for Carson Wentz. Exactly. Let, let us not forget that Carson Wentz put up us 11 wins during that season. And a most likely MVP that year. Exactly, exactly. So uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, people need to get a little bit more hype about this whole thing. Carson Wentz. Clear of, uh, of any limitations going 100%. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, again, he stays healthy um, throughout the camp, you know, barring major stuff. Obviously, little things happen here and there. There's nobody that's at 100%. Um, 
you know, even at the beginning of camp, you know, there's something that's always lingering. Uh, you know, they're football players that get banged around. But, you know, if he can stay, voluntary OTAs, if he can get through, you know, some training camp and into preseason, uh, I, I think it's just, he's just going to ramp it up, ramp it up, ramp it up, and it's going to be an amazing season. So, anyway, but uh, we want to appreciate everybody who is uh, uh, taking their time to comment, obviously, uh, Cheryl, um, everybody who's uh, stopping in and helping us out. John, hey, how are you? Um, uh, John actually brings up a good point, and this will, we'll, we can do this because we're right in the middle of uh, topics here. Uh, is there any truth to Dak Prescott and his agent denying the contract he was offered? Uh, I had I had heard about this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the specifics of the contract that was offered. I don't know if uh, I don't know if there's like a number, but I I, I assume it's kind of close to that. Um, you know that thirty thirty million a year. Um, yeah, let me see if I can pull yeah, this up. I haven't heard any figures. Uh, I think there was a story out there that was just, you know, he didn't like the number and wanted to get his agent to go back and say they want more. It wasn't high enough. Obviously, that's usually why it's <laughs> held up. Right, that's, that's but, uh, how it works sometimes. I heard it, you know, it wasn't like no bad blood. They're just kind of... No, yeah, they're just in the negotiation phase. And and, and uh, Jerry Jones has come out and said that he is wanting to lock up uh, uh, Dak Prescott. And obviously the Eagles have said the same thing about Carson Wentz. They're all coming from the same draft class. You have Jared Goff as well. And I think, honestly, between the three of them, it's kind of a race to see which one gets extended first because that's going to set the market for the other two. Um, so, you know, obviously if Dak... Uh, signs first, I would I would kind of assume that in most people's eyes, Dak is that third quarterback in the trio. So if he signs a contract for like $30 million, the other two are obviously going to want more than that. Uh, so, you know, it really could affect uh, how the Eagles negotiate with Carson. So hopefully, uh, you know, how he gets ahead of it. Uh, I hear that they have been discussing numbers as well. Uh, so hopefully that gets done before anything with the uh, uh, Dak Prescott gets done, but you know we can only hope that the whole Dak Prescott contract extension goes horribly sour, and uh, <laughs> it turns into a thing. So, yeah, I, I would imagine Howie being the guy that would want to get it done quickly, but also posing it as we can sign you to a very healthy number, but if you leave us room. Give us that, that we, wiggle space. We could do we so much more. Keep this team going. Yes. It's not like keeping existing players, but being able to add new players right. or right. make moves that need to be made. And I, I believe that Carson and his agent would be okay with, uh, yeah. you know, something that might not be record breaking, but something that would be beneficial for the team as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, John says, uh, despite uh, his, uh, how he despises the Cowboys, he does feel that they should pay him. Uh, and as long as Carson can stay upright and slides, I think he'll have a car- killer season, erasing all doubt. Uh, that was very good, John. Um, Cheryl uh, brings up another great point before we kind of move into our next topic. Uh, I think they're making uh, more of a deal over Jenkins' Vincent practice than Wentz, uh, and that's not a big deal. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think when this whole Malcolm Jenkins thing came out, uh, I didn't really pay any attention. Um, I think the more and more it gets talked about, not that I'm concerned at all, uh, but I, I feel like he does deserve to be be paid. He's one of the better safeties in the league. His contract doesn't reflect that, um, and we have the we have the money. We have the space. We have 21 million, roughly. Uh, and obviously, some of that's getting geared toward to paying Carson, but um, I, I think we can spare a few shekels to uh, make Malcolm uh, happy and an eagle for the rest of his career. Yeah, I think that would need to be made or need to get done simply because of the presence he is in the locker room, how he's a leader on and off the field. Yes. Uh, just somebody you want on your team. And performance-wise, excellent. Uh, I know there was a lot of times you just saw balls going deep, but not in his direction. And that's for a reason. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, all right. Uh, yes, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Um, so my next topic, um, we wanted to discuss, um, kind of look ahead, uh, and, and maybe potentially look at some of the surprise roster cuts that may be coming for, for the Eagles and, and some of their players. Um, you know, I think one, uh, the offense, if you look at the offense, I think you can obviously tell that, um, somebody on the, on that wide receiver group is probably going to go. Somebody in that running back group is probably going to go. God willing. God willing, Wendell Smallwood gets the boot and gets the F out of here. Uh, I cannot stand that guy. If you, if you know, if anybody doesn't already know that, um, Wendell Smallwood is absolute trash. Uh, <laughs> but I digress. Um, what, what was that? I don't think he's worth a roster spot. Uh, thank God, because I was going to have to come down there. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, looking offensively, I, you know, I just mentioned that you know maybe the wide receivers. Obviously, there's way too many running backs. We still don't really know what's going on with Sproles, although all indications that he's probably going to be retired. Um, where do you see you know the final wide receivers? for this roster on the 53, who do you think makes the team and who do you think maybe, uh, you know, might miss the cut or, or maybe trade beat? Uh, you know, one of the guys that I'm just not sure about is Nelson Aguilar. Sure. Um, the, the back and forth between consistency, the, the mental kind of, status that he was in, or mental state, if you will, right. just kind of worries me. I don't know what Nelson Aguilar I'm going to get. Um, I, I know it's not going to be like our sake of white side. They just use the draft pick on him. Just, right. Unless yeah. he's awful. I, I, can't, I can't even see that. I, I, even if he's yeah. awful, I think I think he'll still make the team. Yeah, I, I would like to see Matt Collins stay on the team. Uh, I know he's got some speed, he's got hands. But, but he's still he's still reeling from injury. He's still reeling yeah, from injury. What the heck's wrong with him? Why can't he get on the field? I don't know. It's it's something that I'm just hopeful that with the off season and the OTAs and training camp, 
they can get him back to what he needs to be. And then that's that's a, the guy that I like, but I can see him going too. Yeah. He's had, he's had what, three years here now? To prove. And obviously yeah. missing all of last year didn't help him. Uh, no, yeah. I, I agree. I think I think it'll all be contingent on Nelson Aguilar. I feel like, you know, people have alluded to making trades uh, maybe to bolster the corners or the linebackers or, you know, even another, li- uh, you know, a, a D lineman. Uh, I could certainly see Aguilar being somebody that gets dangled. And I feel like that decision is going to determine how the rest of the wide receivers go. Because if he's out of there, then obviously it means a bigger role for our Seeker white side. Matt Collins may have, you know, secured himself a spot if Aguilar is out. Now he may have to fight uh, tooth and nail to get onto the roster. And, you know, and somebody at the back end, um, you know, somebody like uh, Sheldon Gibson or, um, you know, there's a, there's a few others. Uh, yeah. Braxton Miller, Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson. They may uh, benefit, obviously, if, if you know, uh, Aguilar gets traded. Oh, I'm just checking out the roster here. We got a guy, uh, Martin Mikel or Michael. Michael. And then Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller. Yeah, that's a name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it from who we've mentioned. DeAndre Hopkins out of Penn State. So, yeah. and then Greg, Greg Ward. Yeah, that's right, Greg Ward. Hey, um... Just uh, can you expand uh, maybe a little bit about uh, maybe where you see um, Aguilar going or, or maybe what we can get for him? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. One of the things that I would love to see is to possibly do a wide receiver swap with another team. And, again, the, the value of Alshon, of, uh, I'm sorry, of Nelson Aguilar is, is tough to – down. I mean, I believe he's at nine million dollars, and that's—I I believe that's way too much. Maybe since he's quote unquote worth that much, another team might be able to, you know, use him differently than we can, and he can profit from that. But us getting maybe a younger wide receiver, somebody that could just be able to learn under somebody like Alshon, under somebody like Deshaun, and be able to be molded and work with Carson Wentz. So, Ryan, what I was mentioning was maybe doing like a straight-up wide receiver trade, wide out for wide out with another team, because I was saying the $9 million tag is something that teams have to take a look at as well. I mean, he was worth that much because he could play. Right. But if we could get somebody young who's promising and a, another team could use somebody instantly like Nelson Aguilar, sure. then I feel like, God's woman, we wouldn't have to pay that $9 million. Right. Uh, yeah, the, the cap relief would certainly be, uh, be nice, especially if we're looking to not only pay Malcolm Jenkins a little bit more, but obviously the eventual Carson Wentz extension. So uh, real quick um, – my, my dad always chiming in about Jordan Maialata. Um Apparently, he's a big fan. Um, I definitely can see Maialata making the roster. Um, 
but probably one of the you know 48 to 53 uh, on the roster. I also could see him on the practice squad again, but um, yeah, it's it's going to be tough to carve out uh, you know some playing time, especially considering they just drafted a tackle. Um, you're cross training a lot of your tackles to play guard, and he's not really one of them. They're they're cross training him on right and left tackle. Um, I'd like to see him make the roster. I'd like to see what he can do in in preseason. Um, you know, he was a little banged up. He was still kind of learning last year um, during preseason. So uh, I'm excited to see his growth. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to have to battle a few players to, to make this roster. So we shall see. So, um, all right, moving over to the defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm really curious as how the cornerback room is going to play out, considering we have kind of a, a plethora of uh, even talented corners. I'm not sure who's going to stand out enough to, to make the roster. And, you know, we could see a few cap casualties or, you know, cuts in that, in that room. Absolutely. So. I mean, you're looking at um, quite a few guys who didn't prove themselves when they first came in and then start to prove themselves, but there's no guarantees. So they need to perform and perform well in the preseason. Um, I mean, Sidney Jones is one of those guys that I want to see either step up or step out. Like, you can you can be here to play, but you got to play hard yeah. every game, or you can go somewhere else. Yeah. Um... So... Yeah, John suggests Jalen Mills, maybe. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of like Jalen Mills, as frustrating as he is. <clears throat> I still think he's a step above, you know, your um, Crevion LeBlancs. Um, maybe a kind of equal to, uh, or, or above, definitely a step above Rasul Douglas. Um, probably even keel with Avante Maddox. Um, yeah, Sidney Jones needs, and you're right, Sidney Jones needs to step up. Sidney Jones needs to take that other starting spot uh, uh, opposite of, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ronald Darby. Darby, thank you. I was going to say Brooks for some reason, and I was like, wait a minute, that's the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> see, there's so many darn uh, corners there, it's hard to keep track. Um, Anthony goes, whoever's healthy at corner wreck is going to get the nod. <laughs> Yeah, that might that might be right. Sadly, um, so uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm curious to see how that works. Um, I could see a newly acquired as uh, Andrew Zendejo, uh, perhaps getting the cut uh, after signing um, the guy from Michigan, formerly of the Rams, a safety, gave him an extension. Why can't I ever think of this guy's name? I do this every time. Um, I will remember. He just got signed. Hmm, what is his name? It's not, uh, it's not DeAndre Hall. No, not DeAndre Hall. Uh, anybody could help me out here. Uh, we literally just signed him. Uh, uh, he got cut by the Rams. We signed him. Uh, we originally drafted him. I believe he went to Michigan. Uh, I'm not sure what 
else I can say. I'm just doing quick looking here. <laughs> I cannot find his name for the life of me. Oh, this is great. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Um, anyway, <laughs> whoever this guy is. <laughs> His name I can't freaking remember. Um, but yeah, he, this this mysterious man, uh, should hopefully uh, take over. And as, as Zadeo is certainly an older uh, safety, um, man, I wish somebody out there would, would really help me out here. Um, man, and he has kind of a funny name, too. Uh, Anyway, uh, while I look for this, um, do you see any other, perhaps any other positions that may uh, get a surprise cut here or there, or uh, you think we've pretty much covered it? Um, I mean, I, again, Smallwood, I just hope he, he can go. Um, one of the rookies are, uh, not a rookie, I like this this kid Bates from Penn State. Mm. Tackle. Uh, maybe he can make some noise. And then one of the one of our rookie tackles. Just yeah, I, I I would love to see one of the rookies, one of the young guys, just come out, dominate, just dominate, and we just stumbled upon somebody that's yeah. going to be solid for us for years. Yeah, no, and that's I mean that's the that's the dream. Uh, and I did find I. I found out, sorry, I found out who that was. Blake Countess. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like he's going to kind of be that third safety uh, that pushes Zendejo off the roster. Um, but we shall see. That's going to certainly be a battle. Um, John goes, McCoy is a free agent, but, uh, but man, our defensive line is already stacked. Hey, listen, uh, I think Eagles have shown a propensity to um, – not have any limitations to either side of the, of the ball in the trenches. Um, yes, Gerald McCoy would be amazing. Is it going to happen? Probably not. But he would come in as your uh, – he'd probably come in as, as, as you know, uh, your third safety – or your third D tackle, maybe your second, depending on the rotation. But uh, that would give you Fletcher Cox, Gerald McCoy, uh, Malik Jackson – uh, Timmy Jernigan, uh, and and even you want to throw Hester in the mix as a fifth one, they'd they'd be sitting, you know, come fourth quarter they'd be fresher than, uh, you know, I don't know what something that's super fresh, you know, fresher than the Fresh Prince maybe. But uh, listen, it's a it's, yeah, it's pretty fresh. Uh, it's a pipe dream. Is it completely out of the realm of possibility? No, I didn't think there's like a five to ten percent chance uh especially if you can get him for relatively cheap and considering that mccoy can certainly play uh, a lot anywhere along the line that kind of gives you another option uh, you know if you want to maybe put him in the defensive end rotation he certainly can uh do damage there as well so i think it'd be a dual purpose uh, kind of signing to where you now have essentially eight players along that line that could come in and put up, you know, good numbers and, and, and do what you need to do. So that's that's two full lineups. 
that's, that's team one and, and team two that can come and attack and, 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 and do damage on the line. So I think that's an amazing thing. Uh, I just don't know if we'll actually see it. Um, but, hey, we have, you know, six studs, uh, a seventh that's like, and an eighth that's like, whatever. Uh, and that would be Vinny Curry is my eh, yeah. uh, guy. But, um, hey, Dan, how's it going? Um, this is Dan. We should see how Miller do for us player. We got Kansas State. Uh, and my brother said uh, we should look at players from Florida State. Uh, very, very good job. Um, so, yeah, uh, again, pipe dream, but we'll, we'll see if it ever happens. Um, now, uh, obviously, you know, camp, uh, training camp's a long way away. <laughs> John goes, that would be unfair. <laughs> it would be. Um, every, yeah, I'm sure offensive linemen would be like, oh, come on. I want to have to go up against them. Um, so uh, one thing I wanted to, we wanted to talk about tonight, and, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we'll, we shall see as training camp, uh, you know, gets into full gear uh, soon, and, and, you know, we actually start seeing some real football. You know, right now, obviously, it's just kind of, you know, voluntary OTAs, nothing major. You're really just kind of laying the groundwork for the season. And, and you obviously hope you come out unscathed. Uh, obviously, Washington uh, can't say that uh, as, you know, their, their nice offseason acquisition. Um, Ruben Foster is already out for the year. Uh, so, again, you just kind of hope everybody gets, uh, you know, through unscathed and, and you're know, good to go for, for training camp. Uh, so I wanted to kind of switch gears, though, um, and talk a little fantasy football. Uh, I know normally uh, we would have waiver Wednesdays uh, during the season, but since it is a Wednesday, I figured uh, it would be uh, right on to, to bring up a little fantasy football. Um, and really, the question is, is it too early to talk about fantasy football? Well, nope. I, I'm getting a big fat no from Ryan here. Uh, I don't know what you what say you guys out there, but I agree. I, I think, you know, certain people maybe have this thing where, like, ah, you know, you can't talk about fantasy football until at least after Memorial Day. Um, and, yeah, some, some leagues that I'm in, you know, nobody mentions it until then. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, the, the, the gears are turning. And I'm already thinking about the draft and who's going to be, you know, you know, who's going to be kept. You know, I'm in a few keeper leagues. I'm in a dynasty league. You know, who, who's going to be available for that first round? You know, what rookies are coming in? Where are they going to kind of fit in? Uh, you know, plenty of uh, experts out there already have, you know, rankings. Um, so, obviously, if they're doing that, it's clearly not too early. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh... You can't be too prepared either. That is 100% true. Um, I, I think you can overthink things, but you can't be overprepared. And I feel like a lot of people that are, you know, casual uh, guys that maybe, oh, you know, oh, I get a, I'll get a, I'll get a magazine, uh, you know, a week before my draft and then just open it up like an hour before. Or, you know, those are the guys that, you know, obviously don't do that very well. You know, somebody like me, who I'm in way too many leagues as it is, you know, I'm printing out, you know, probably four or five online rankings. I do my own rankings where I take kind of a little bit from here and there and there. 
and kind of do what I feel is my rankings. And, you know, and I'll still buy a magazine just because it's kind of traditional. Uh, not that I really, really need it. It honestly usually goes to that guy in everybody's league that's super unprepared. Doesn't have a magazine, doesn't have any rankings, how doesn't even come with like a pen. Uh, he's, the, he's the guy that, you know, drafts the, the, the player that uh, was drafted three rounds ago and goes, oh, hey, is, uh, is, is Le'Veon Bell taken? It's the fourth round. Is he still available? Uh, so that guy, obviously, is usually the one that gets my magazine. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because uh, uh, I'm hoping um, uh, that, that person's watching because that would be, that'd be too funny. Um, but they know. They know who they are. Um, you, know you, are. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, Dan, let's bring back to Westchester, PA. That's great, and hope just bring it on the table. No, it's free speech. Okay. Uh, I think bringing the, uh, I guess bringing the Eagles practices back to Westchester. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Um, I remember fond memories going up to Westchester. Um, Anthony, that's too many to keep up with. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think right now I'm in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven leagues, maybe. I think. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, you know, I, we have one at work uh, that I started. Uh, I have one with one group of friends. I have one with like an older group of friends. Uh, I have one with like a sort of newer group of friends. It's a dynasty league. Uh, I'm in two leagues uh, that I was basically begged to be in uh, that's only just been d complete drama. And anybody who's watched the show knows that uh, Eric and I have discussed these leagues. Uh, the, I think one of them is like 10 bucks, the other one's free. But the commissioner is like making rule changes during the season. Uh, you know, he's, he's changing scores. Uh, of of matchups, uh, yeah, it's, it's a whole travesty. Uh, but anyway, so I'm in. Technically, I'm in those two leagues too. Uh, but yes, I need to cut down. <laughs> I have I have a problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm very happy with the three that I'm in. Hmm. I, w I was just gonna. <laughs> there we go. I got. No, I was just gonna say we may have an opening for the work league. That we may need you in. So, you may be bumped up to four. That, that'll actually take over for the third, because the third is just a free one. Oh. Um, but the one I've been in for, oof, I don't know how many years, but it's just me and a bunch of people I grew up with in uh, South Jersey. And then the other one is the uh, a keeper league that I kind of got moved into. And moved into I, I, explain I telling, yeah i was telling you about it before i kind of like inherited the team ah yes so i had to make up for it and this year is very promising because i got to draft Pat Mahomes last year and saquon barkley so they are it's a keeper league so i'm keeping both of them obviously i would hope so <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that alone is a great start. That is, but, yeah, that's a fantastic one too. I'll give you that. Um, you know, uh, what's great is uh, Mahomes was a late draft pick. Yeah. So that he's gonna eat up what my, I think it was like my seventh round pick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why 
time on it. Yeah, no, that's that's always great. And, and I, I did it in every league where I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to wait on Mahomes. Like, I was real high on him as well. Uh, I'm going to wait on him, I'm going to wait on him. And then literally, like, uh, every time I was like, oh, I'm going to pull the trigger. Somebody like a pick or two before me reached out and grabbed him. I was like, son of a... I was so angry. Uh, my dynasty league, uh, I, I literally was, it was... I was just about to pick it, and the person that picked it had no idea. Like, let's be honest. Had no idea who Patrick Mahomes was. Just saw it on a list and, you know, whatever. So uh, I missed out, and that's obviously uh, this person's keeper. I, I've even offered to trade, uh, and they won't They won't bite. I've offered Aaron Rodgers and more, uh, and they just they won't take it. Uh, I'm very sad. I'm very sad. <laughs> Uh, but, well, hey, at least we answered our question. It's obviously never too early to talk fantasy football. Um, so that's good. And maybe, uh, who knows, maybe down the line, maybe during the season, when maybe we have, uh, you know, a fantasy football show. Uh, not just a waiver Wednesday, but a, a full dedicated show, separate, uh, as we are, uh, in, you know, in the process of building up the, the roster. So if uh, I know if anybody is interested in, uh, you know, being either on air or, or behind the behind the scenes, you know, we're looking for writers, you know, uh, people, uh, you know, to create content, on air personalities, stuff like that. Uh, so if you've ever wanted to kind of uh, do a podcast or be involved in any sports, uh, radio, podcasting, media stuff, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, you know, you can reach me on Facebook. Uh, we, you can add tweet, uh, tweet at smack show, uh, follow us on Instagram. We're freaking everywhere. So don't, uh, don't have any excuses not to get a hold of us. So, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I think that's, uh, I think we've answered a few questions here tonight. Uh, we've gone through, uh, uh, technology, uh, interfered free, uh, which is good. I'm going to put all of that on me. I'm uh, clearly I'm the one who, who made sure that we didn't screw up. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was clearly all, all Ryan and his good uh, mojo. Um, John goes, hey, how y'all feeling about Odell showing up for one day of OTAs and not showing up the next day? Uh, bad luck, maybe, especially since he is new to the franchise. Hey, I mean, that's Odell being Odell. Um, you know, I feel like when you have kind of a higher caliber player like that, you're a little bit more lenient. Yeah, he probably should uh, be there, especially trying to build a little bit of better bond with uh, Mayfield. But I, f I have a feeling they've already uh, they've already been out there throwing throwing to each other. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm feeling he'll he'll be just fine. So who knows? Unless it unless it goes any further. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. And when you're Odell Beckham Jr., you get some some leeway. Yeah, you get you know, a little clout. Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, so uh, thank you everybody for appreciate uh, you listening in, uh, joining into the show. Thanks everybody who's on the uh, watch party. Uh, appreciate everybody popping their head in there. Thanks, Dad, of course, uh, with his Jordan Mylotta weekly uh, question. Uh, Cheryl, again, happy birthday, happy 50th. Uh, thanks for uh, always being a part of the show and, and helping us out. We can't thank you enough. John, 
Hey, thanks for uh, for commenting. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Anthony, as always, bringing good stuff. Dan uh, and, and uh, a brother or cousin, stepbrother, same person, Ben. Uh, we're still trying to figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> appreciate that. And, of course, Ryan, thanks for, uh, for obviously uh, uh, coming back, uh, even with all the BS from last week. Uh, I, think, uh, I think this might uh, be a nice, long, uh, beautiful uh, co-hosted ship, if that's a word. Yes, I, I agree. Again, appreciate you having me. Uh, love talking football, love talking Eagles. Can't wait for the season to start. Yeah. Even though I'm still yeah. in that same kind of uh, same kind of mindset you were speaking of earlier, a little bit of the the gray cloud over the Sixers, sure. and a little bit of sunshine peeking out from the Phillies. But I want the the full sunshine of the Eagles. Absolutely, that that definitely shines brightest. Uh, Dan, hey, we shall see. We have a live roundtable show before preseason. Yes, we absolutely will, uh, Dan. Uh, we will definitely have uh, another, if not more, if not two, uh, round uh, Eagles roundtable offseason uh, podcasts. Uh, we did uh, number one uh, where me and Eric just got a little drunk and talked talk football. And then, of course, the second one, uh, with Ryan and Brian uh, helping us out live at Champs in Collegeville. Uh, by the way, uh, I was just there the other night, and yes, our business cards are still there. So thank you, Champs. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll absolutely do that, Dan, and we'll uh, once we figure all that out, we'll let you know so you guys can come on out and uh, interact with us uh, while we do our off-season roundtables. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. Uh, we will see you guys, uh, I believe, next week. Uh, there is a, uh, a, a possibility that there may be a surprise show tomorrow. I will not be a part of that show. Uh, it's my night off. So uh, we shall see. I'll let you know. Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll post on Facebook. Uh, but otherwise, uh, if you're liking the Ryan Ryan show, we will see you next Wednesday. Eric and I will be back on Monday. Uh, and, hey, who knows in between what might happen. So, uh, thank you everybody for being a part of the show. Uh, Ryan, again, thanks for, uh, for co-hosting with me. So for the football smack talk show, I'm Ryan. And I'm Ryan. Have a good night, everybody. Uh, as Eric would say, 107 days until the start of preseason games or the start of the season, something like that. I don't know what he says. I don't pay attention really enough, but all right, guys, have a good night. We'll see you next week. Go birds. Go birds. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.